It's Nonprofit Conversations, the podcast of Rogue Tulips Consulting. I'm your host, Cecilia Sutt. This week, I welcome back our wellness expert, Fern Carbonell, and we're going to be discussing the topic of setting wellness goals. Make the choices right for you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Welcome to episode 181. Hey everybody, it's Monday, January 30th, and that means it's time for another episode of Nonprofit Conversations. I'm your host, Cecilia Sepp. I'm a certified association executive, and I'm the principal and founder of Rogue Tulips Consulting. I would like to say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to our global audience, wherever you may be, and thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any future episodes. Today, I'm really excited because we have our regular guest, Fern Carbonell, who is a wellness coach and recently achieved her yoga teaching certification. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) So congratulations, Fern. And today, Fern's going to talk with us about setting wellness goals uh, and give us some advice about how to do that. But before we dive in, Fern, would you like to say hello to our audience and tell us a little about yourself? Hello, I'm Fern, and it's great to be back. So thank you, Cecilia. Um, I'm a wellness coach, and like Cecilia said, I just achieved my um, 200-hour yoga teacher training. So I also teach yoga, and I'm also a meditation teacher, but I work mostly with women to help them feel better, uh, take care of themselves better as they move through the seasons of their life. Oh, that's great. And Fern, you're also a nutrition uh, counselor as well, right? INHC? Um, Yes, I'm I'm a health coach through the Integrative Nutrition Program. Yeah, that's great. So Fern actually can help you with everything that has to do with taking better care of yourself. So Fern, this month, we've had a theme, uh, even though I haven't necessarily pointed it out to people, of topics that relate to the new year and how we like to do new things or consider changes in our life. So there's a lot of resolutions that get made every January 1st and 2nd, and I know a lot of people probably drop them by the end of the month, but some of them are things we can continue to do all year. So and what, what do you think are some of the biggest, or, or I guess, most common resolutions that people make in January? Yes, um, the most common ones are losing weight, exercising, and eating healthier. So those are, those are the big ones that everybody seems to do every year. And like you said, um, they usually bail by the end of the month. And there are statistics on that, um, that people just give up. So, um, so that's the thing is that at the end of the year, you have so many people telling you, um, you know, what resolutions to set and everybody is setting challenges and inviting you to join them. And um, yes, it's very exciting, but is it the right goal for you? So always, you know, check in with yourself to make sure that it, it even fits what your needs are. And I'm glad you used the word goal because I think a resolution is a promise we make to ourselves to achieve a goal. But I think sometimes when we're looking at things like changing how we eat, exercising more, taking better care of ourselves, we try to do it all at once. And I think sometimes that kind of makes us stumble because it's really hard to change everything at the same time. So, you know, how would you approach that? Like if somebody wanted to take better care of themselves and improve their wellness overall, so how, what advice might you give people about how to approach it? 
Yeah, so setting wellness goals, it, it's a big goal, right? So you want to break it down um, to something. So I usually have my clients make a list of all the goals that they want to achieve and then choose one thing from that goal. So for, as an example, we'll use, um, I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. so, so you choose that goal, break that goal down. How are you going to um, lose weight? What are all the things you're going to do? You might want to um, walk in, you know, move your body more, eat healthier. So choose one thing. So let's say you want to eat healthier. Um, break that down to what um, what can what is one thing that I can add to my diet that will help me eat healthier and try that out for a week and then just build on that. So the thing is just build consistency with that one goal to help you achieve achieve the bigger goal. So it's small steps to achieve the big goal. I'm so glad you said that because I think too often when people are approaching something like that, they try to do it all at once. And I think that that's why they tend to get frustrated and give up. Uh, so those little steps are good. I also think removing something from your diet. And when, we, when I say diet, I don't mean like a diet to lose weight or you're on a strict diet or something. I mean, your diet is what you eat. So it's your nutrition. So like when years ago, my husband and I were very heavy, much heavier than we are now. And one of the things we did when we decided we needed to change is we cleaned out all the cabinets of food that we shouldn't eat anymore. So, cause we had a lot of like, you know, processed sugar things like cookies and graham crackers and, and all kinds of stuff that tastes delicious, but is not necessarily good for you. <laughs> so we just went through and gave them all away. So uh, yeah, yeah. that was one step we took. And then we mm -hmm. just kind of tried to build over time. So so, mm -hmm. so Fern, let's say you're working with someone and you've talked with them about their diet. I, and I, and again, I just love your advice about here's all your goals, pick a goal, and then let's break that goal down. So if somebody has done that, like, do you advise people like work on what you're eating first and then move on to another goal? Um, well, it just all really depends on the person. So I like to just customize um, a program for a client and not try to generalize. Um, but back to your point about removing things, um, mm -hmm. what I like to do instead of saying remove, because sometimes the language that we use with ourselves um, kind of limits us or creates other issues. So instead of removing something, um, I... I call it crowding out. So if, you, oh. so suppose you want to eat more, uh, you want to eat healthier, you know, you don't want to eat all of that processed foods, you know, just, just pick some fruits and vegetables, eat, eat those first before you go and eat your processed foods, you know, because <laughs> you, your tummy will be full. So you're not going to want to eat that processed food. So just crowd it out instead of telling it. yourself, you know, denying yourself of things. So yeah. Oh it's, my God. And it's all about the language too, that you use with yourself that has a, just a huge effect on, on um, a, a person's success rate with their goals. You know, they, they, I, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. That is such a good point. Uh, because if we deny ourselves something, oh, that that's word. so harsh. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to I'm choosing not to. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. um, oh, I got to tell you right before uh, we, uh, got together today for this podcast episode, I chose the bag of rice cakes instead of eating an apple. So now you got me thinking in the reverse. So um, that's a great tip. Uh, 
So, and plus I have like some giant apples, but that's my problem. Anyway, so getting back to our topic of wellness, <laughs> you like to, to customize uh, the, the goal setting and the wellness development plan, or I guess mm-hmm. I should say uh, developing the wellness plan for uh, your clients. So what are some other uh, steps that you might talk somebody through about an overall wellness program, not just about what they eat, but like, what are some other areas of wellness that people could approach? Um, yes. Yeah, so we talked about diet and also, um, re- also um, something that affects your weight is stress. So uh, because we, we tend to want to eat more sugary foods, right. And, or, um, <laughs> Yeah. And, or just, uh, or, uh, and our, and our body processes food differently, especially if, if our cortisol levels are up, you know, that'll, that'll just also affect your ability to lose weight. So reduce your stress, find ways to reduce your stress, get outside, get some sunlight. Um, that's like the healthiest thing for you. And, and plus if you're moving your body throughout the day and you're eating well, you're going to sleep better too. So it, it all works together. You can't just improve one thing and expect everything else to fall into place. Um, so just kind of take care of all of those, um, aspects of wellness in order to find balance. And, and I realize, you know, that in real life, that isn't, that isn't always possible. We're always negotiating balance, you know? So just, just remember that you're always negotiating balance and you're not going to find a perfect balance for everything. So be gentle with yourself. Um, and, and, and if you stumble or if you fall off your goal, you know, get yourself back up and just start where you are. Don't beat yourself up. Just start where you are and pick up and continue. Oh, that, and I, you know, that's wonderful advice because, you know, we all have uh, days that start badly, but turn out better at the end. And uh, I try to remind myself of that, that just because these like three or four things went wrong, doesn't mean I can go eat like a half a bag of cookies. It, because they, they could go right again if I just stay calm and take care of it. So like, so here's an example. So let's do this like a mini case study, Fern. So I will tell you what happened to me the other day. And then you can say, well, here's some advice I might give you. So I took my dogs for a walk. I come home only to find my front door blocked with a stack of Amazon packages that I wasn't expecting that day. So I couldn't open the front door. I had to go in the side door. There was also a package of something that I had not ordered and didn't want, which was also blocking the door. So I go and I have to try to figure out how to get the door and pull that stuff in. So it's kind of stressing me out because I'm really annoyed about the grocery delivery I didn't want. And so then I get all that straightened out, kind of sort the boxes, and then go out into the driveway to bring in a, a recycling container that I did not realize was full of water. And so when I flipped it over, guess where all the water went? Yikes. <laughs> you know, all over my <laughs> new Christmas jacket that my husband gave me and my jeans. And I was all wet and I was really riled up. I was, I was really annoyed and angry and unsettled. So uh, that, that was what happened to me. And I was like, ah, you know, so, you know, so somebody comes to you and says they're having that kind of day. What might you suggest? Yeah, that's a very stressful situation. So uh, yes, 
because your heart rate's going to be up and all kinds of um, languages going through your head. So, you know, just, just pause and, and take deep breaths. I know, you know, people say, what is the big deal with your breath? Well, the, the thing with your breath is it calms down your parasympathetic nervous system, which helps you calm yourself. So, so the law, take a deep inhale and take a really slow exhale because that will slow your heart rate down. And when you slow your heart rate down, you can think more clearly. So there's this 444 um, breathing technique that I learned in a self-defense class because they say, get your heartbeat down because then you can, you can decide what your next step is gonna be. Because if, if somebody is holding you back, holding you down, you can't think when you're in a panic mode. So, so calming yourself down will help you think more clearly. So breathing is breathing is the one tool that it, you can have with you anywhere you go that you can return to and get your breathing rate at a normal um, uh, rhythm. I do that all the time. I return to my breath. Yes. And I love that 444 technique. You taught me that, uh, I think about a year, year and a half ago. And so I do use that and, and to the audience that does work. So Fern's advice on that is excellent. And I also share that with people getting ready for the CAE exam. Because I say, well, Fern Carbonell taught me the 444 breathing technique. So if you're taking the exam and you're feeling stressed or you're feeling you're losing focus, do this 444 a technique and, and bring yourself back and focus and bring yourself back to yourself. So that's, and I actually, I used it yesterday uh, when I was getting ready to do another webinar uh, that I was doing for someone. So it really, uh, it really does help. And what I, so I was uh, after my incident, uh, I, you know, with boxes and unwanted things. And then of course the ultimate dousing myself with cold rainwater <laughs> was like, okay. So I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And so then, you know, my husband comes in the garage and he's like, what's going on? What happened? And I said, okay, I'm really mad because of this. And I, you know, I couldn't get in the house, blah, 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 explain all that. And I said, and then I go to bring this in before the heavy rain comes and poured this water all over myself. So now I'm all wet and, you know, I have to, so what I did is I just told him, I just, I'm really flustered and, and wound up right now because all these things happened after I had a very nice walk <laughs> you know, and I come on, I'm like, what? Uh, so I, you know, just told him that and I tried to calm down. And so what I did is what you suggested, take a deep breath let it out. And I just went and put on some dry pants and <laughs> washed my jacket. <laughs> so, you know, and, and then I felt like I was uh, calmer again and, and just realized, okay, it's not that big of a deal, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's a temporary situation, you know, and you did the right thing. Yeah. You got upset, got your breathing back down and then you got out of your wet clothes and put on some dry clothes and then you can appreciate all the packages that you received earlier than you um, <laughs> expected right so right. now you've got your orders <laughs> well you know and it's funny though because uh I was glad to get them but it's just this is like a topic for another day but I'll just sort of question out for the audience to ponder why do delivery people leave the boxes right in front of the door so you can't open it 
that's just my my rhetorical question of the day. <laughs> so if anyone figures that out, uh, you can uh, ping me and Fern and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Fern, this is great. I just love having you on for our quarterly wellness topic. And I know you will be back uh, in the second quarter. So uh, what are like some tips that you might, you know, cause usually at the end of the podcast, we like to have the, you know, what's the final thought you would like people to take away today? Or if you have just like a couple of tips you'd like to share with people and get them refocused. And then uh, how can people get in touch with you so that they can learn more about how you can help them with their wellness goals? Um, yeah, so a tip that I would give everybody um, is, I don't really know Cecilia, so let me, let me <laughs> there are like so many, um, just to narrow it down. Um, okay. Well, you can give two or three, what, uh, you know, if you have like a couple of tips, that's great too. Yeah. Yeah. So just find a goal that you can really commit to, you know, that is important to you. Never mind what everybody else is telling you or what, you know, what you're reading. It's gotta, it's gotta be something that's going to serve you and make you feel good. So make it your own goal and commit to it. And if you fall off, if, if you, if you stumble, fall off, you know, get yourself back up and just start again. It, it's okay. You know, we all do that. We start again. So don't beat yourself up. Just be gentle with yourself and, and be mindful of the language that you use with yourself as well. So just be positive. Um, yeah. So that's, those, those are my tips. And you could reach me by email at fern at lovenurturebloom.com. And I'm also on Instagram and I share a lot of tips there. So please um, see, uh, visit me there at lovenurturebloom on Instagram. At lovenurturebloom is the Instagram handle. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. And you have a lot of followers on Instagram. And I appreciate them all. Yes. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, Fern does share lots of great tips on Instagram. Uh, also check out Love, Nurture, Bloom uh, to see what other uh, services and resources that Fern provides for everyone. She's the total package for wellness, everyone. So uh, get to know her and reach out. So I want to thank Fern Carbonell, wellness coach extraordinaire for joining us this week with our <laughs> quarterly wellness episode. So remember to take care of yourselves and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. If you'd like to learn more about Rogue Tulips Consulting, you can visit our website, www.roguetulips.com, and you can learn how we can help your organization bloom outside the box. If you're interested in nonprofit professional education, whether you're a current CAE, CAE candidate, or you just want to know more, check out our education program. It has its own website, the 501cleague.net. Uh, download our digital course catalog and you can read about all the great courses we're offering in 2023 and all the fabulous people like Fern that are going to be part of our team presenting this uh, information and content. So check us out, roguetulips.com and the 501cleague.net. On behalf of myself and Fern, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe. We're on all your favorite podcast services. See you next time.